good i'm trapped in my bedroom with all three cats so something is bound to happen momentarily oh no (laughs) yeah john's out uh reading his comics which are like you know special edition ones that he is very adamant about them staying very nice and pristine (laughs) so the cats are trapped with me all of us destructors (laughs) oh no are kept far away from the comics. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny, it started out like I was just sitting here working and like it started out they were all just like asleep. So we just like closed the door and now they're like up and antsy and like Franklin. Franklin's the one who can actually open the door. The, the other two would be trapped forever, but <laughs> Franklin's the one that can actually open the door. So mm. we'll see how this goes. Oh, great, great. Yes. Yes. Can you hear Mushu? <laughs> I can't. Can you hear the blinds going in the background? I think that's Franklin messing with the blinds. <laughs> I did just hear a clunk clunk. Yeah. Clatter clatter. Probably, <laughs> probably that. <laughs> yes. What's Mushu doing? Um, he's sitting very close to me and purring very loud. <laughs> really? Oh my god, I can't hear it. Oh. Oh, wait here. I can put you up to him. Yeah. <gasps> was he headbutting yeah i can't get the phone close to him without him headbutting hello? <laughs> hello oh hello oh you're back yes oh that's so weird you were like gone for a second oh weird but i did hear the purr for a second i probably gasped over it so sorry no one else probably heard it and then did he headbutt the phone he did, yeah. I can't put the phone close to his face without him headbutting it. So, <laughs> so there we go. So there we go. <laughs> oh, so funny. Oh, what a nice little permoosh. Yeah, buddy. He does not have his anxiety medication yet, so this is all natural. <laughs> oh, are you gonna do that? Are you gonna give him anxiety meds? yeah oh yes indeed wow have you heard any more anything else about it like learn more about it nope it'll be an experiment (laughs) (laughs) all right well keep us posted yeah i will we'll see how it goes i'm kind of like what's the point of me using like if he's in my apartment with just me he's like totally fine so I'm like maybe I'll just save this until he like needs to get in the car or like other people come over yeah but I wonder if it, it might be the kind of thing where it like I mean I don't know how a lot of those types of meds work with like animals mm-hmm. but I know some of them like you need to build up in your system so like it's not yeah. ones that'll like act right away right hmm. well we'll see yeah. We'll see how it goes and what the instructions are. <laughs> you guys can make the decision together. Yeah. Mushu, do you want anxiety medication? Are you an anxious cat? Probs. <laughs> he is not looking at me. 
was like actively actively avoiding my eye contact. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know what else to say cat related right now except that man this book is real fresh in my mind because I just finished reading it (laughs) oh good because I read like part of it a few days ago and part of it this afternoon yeah I so I just finished oh god now shadow is like eating a box um yeah so I just finished reading I I did start yeah a couple days ago but then I I finished it just now I liked most of it I actually it was just last night that's right because last night one of our neighbors was making a lot of noise and I could not sleep and so I like frustratingly like ran out to the living room and was like I can't deal with this I'm gonna read I'm gonna finish my book for when we record tomorrow or like whatever and so I like thought that I, I did I was like oh this is great I like did a little reading I came back to bed and uh, John was just going to sleep too. And I was like, oh, I like went out to read. I like hadn't read in a while. Or he thought I had like gone out to watch TV. And I was like, no, I was reading. <laughs> and he was, I was like, yeah, I got some reading done. And he was like, you were gone for like maybe five minutes. <laughs> like, oh, and then, yeah, when I looked at what I had to read today, I was like, oh yeah, I like barely started. <laughs> great, great. <It's> <laughs> yeah, these chapters are so weirdly spaced that like I finish some of them and I'm like oh hell yeah like I finished a chapter and I look and it's like you know it was like a page and a half and then some of them I'm like did I finish a chapter like when is this chapter ending and it's like a third of the book I'm like why is this so long yeah it's really hard to gauge where you are in this book yeah it's a good thing my my kindle app has the uh percentage at the bottom of what I've read That's that's how I've been gauging it yes yes well should we hop right into it today yeah i cannot remember where we left off oh actually i do we left off at a funeral we did oh i realized this is also the umpteenth time that we have forgotten to say welcome to paranormal captivity (laughs) we're reading not the normal book yeah we're glad you're here we're doing something different we are reading the Rita Mae Brown and Sneaky Pie Brown Mrs. Murphy Cozy Mystery Series. Um, and we started with the first one, Wish You Were Here, which mm-hmm. we started uh, last week. Yes. So we are on part two. So we are on the second. Part two. The second fourth. So this will be the first half of the book that we'll have finished after this. Yes. And uh, in case it helps, we did read uh, chapters... What was it? Uh, we read Something. up to chapter 22. Yes. <laughs> Something. To... I cannot remember where we started. 13? Yeah. Nine? Also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. We're here now. Yes. So we've already had a murder in part one. Of which was exciting it was exciting oh my god hang on one second i think shadow is like literally inside my hangers in the closet hey how did you get up there oh my god no oh hey lol sorry shadow like literally i think like crawled through the hangers like i don't know if he like swung from clothing item to clothing item i don't know how he did it or if he just like walked on top of the hangers. 
I don't know. Like nothing makes sense in my head, but somehow he got from John's dresser to my the top of my dresser with only hanging clothes in between. And then he was like, I found him like hunkered just like on top of every single one of my like pieces of jewelry, tiny little knickknacks. Like that's the cats have never been able to get up there before. So he just was like hunkered on top of it with like so little space to pull him off. And I was like, everything is about to go flying there's no way it's not yeah my dress is out in the open so chuni knocks all of my shit off on the daily he broke my my face roller like the second day i had it no (laughs) he just knocked it off and it like shattered on the floor oh no (laughs) it's like this is why i can't have nice things no none of us can have nice things um okay sorry everyone we are back on track um and we were at the funeral (laughs) have they started yet no (laughs) no Um, (laughs) welcome back to the second part of uh wish you were here and uh, we got interrupted by my cats, which is pretty on brand, but also annoying. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, no, you were just saying, that's right. You were saying there was a murder, a murder mm-hmm. in the first section, which was intriguing. Then it ended, uh, that first section ended with the uh, funeral of Kelly Craycroft. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know and that no we- suspects. No, no suspects. Yeah. Well, and maybe like a couple suspects, but none that I think are really promising. Oh, also remind me later. I have a theory about the amphibian smell. Oh, really? Because I have a theory that's way off the wall and doesn't make any sense. So Okay. Well, I don't remember what I said last time, but I'm pretty sure it was crazy. So it's probably <laughs> better than my theory. <laughs> well, we'll have theory corner, theories corner at the very end. Okay, great. Because we do get spoiler another amphibian smell during this section but it doesn't we give do. us any clues as to what it is we do because spoiler we get another murder in this section murder number two which is a sad one because it actually was someone that we got to know and liked a little bit i mean kind of i think well, i'm just confused about characters in this book yeah i mean that's fair yeah yeah from there so yeah so the first section ends on the funeral of Mm -hmm. kelly craycroft Mm -hmm. and um yeah i remember it was funny we kind of talked about it last time of like i think even you had said like well we don't know we might get like a bigger picture of the funeral in the next port like uh part of the book and it like immediately jumps to something else so we like Mm -hmm. really just get this tiny snapshot of a funeral yeah i guess nothing really important happened there yeah i guess not it just was you know again about like southern etiquette and uh where everyone sat which i mean who knows maybe that's important later but i didn't pick up on it so hopefully it's not so yeah where is this one so this one starts i feel like it kind of like immediately well it doesn't immediately start with the murder because the murder e the murdered comes into the post office and we get another postcard right yeah because we get this whole scene maybe that's why it was so sad that poor Maud 
was murdered a little bit later in this chapter because yeah we get this whole scene of her coming into the post office and like right she like gets her mail and they all kind of talk and chit chat um it's also when fair comes in uh who is harry's soon to be ex-husband and they kind of chit chat as well and spiral a little bit into yet another fight but yeah mod's there and mod kind of like if i'm remembering right like kind of keeps the peace and kind of talks a little bit about the like her mail particularly this postcard she gets from Asheville, north carolina that very similarly to the one that kelly gets before he dies but his was from france yeah yeah exactly sorry it's from a different place so his is from right a cemetery in france yeah so uh blythe or blythe i keep saying blythe i don't know why but because her name is maud bly modena it's like a hard it's a hard three namer yeah and we should probably remind everyone who maud is because when i heard that maud died i was like oh good the racist mom died but that's not the same person that's not the racist mom how dare you (laughs) (laughs) that's her name starts with an m too (laughs) it is yeah it's marilyn she's big marilyn aka mim and maud is not only ned flanders wife Mm -hmm. but is also um she's like it's funny because her name is Maud, but she's this like kind of i pictured her as like young 20 30 something she they call her the yankee because she's come down from new york i believe and now lives in crozet 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 virginia um in this little community and she runs this i think of it as like a stationary store but it's like they call it like a packing supply store but apparently it's like a really cute packing supply store yeah i was picturing it as like a gift wrap shop Oh, it could be that, too. I mean, I know she has packing peanuts per later in the chapter. Yeah. So I think she does help ship things to people. But, yeah, apparently her store is really successful um, and doing really well and also just, like, really cute. And everyone really likes it in the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So thus is Maud. Um, and so, yeah, Maud comes into the post office, gets her, her mail, has a postcard, not from France this time, but from Asheville, North Carolina. It's also a cemetery on it. And it just says in that computer script with no with no signature, wish you were here. And she immediately, like, she's really funny about it and is, like, immediately annoyed that someone wouldn't sign it. And is like, I don't even know anyone in Asheville. Like, who's in Asheville? And um, I think it's fair, uh, Harry's soon-to-be ex husband says well who who do you know that might have been traveling to Asheville like they could have been sending you um a postcard from there which by the way Asheville is really cool I was there not recently but a while ago but it's really cool so it's not only the place where murderers send mail from yes just so we're all on the same page for that (laughs) France might be I don't know no I'm kidding I've been to France too and it's great uh (laughs) sorry to malign any of these places (laughs) but yeah, so she gets a postcard. They're kind of talking in the post office. I don't think, does anything else happen in that, like, little combo? Because I know no one really notices. Like, Harry doesn't quite yet put together about the postcards. So that kind of goes unremarked. Do we have any other interactions with Pewter? I feel like Pewter runs over and tries to tell them something, but then doesn't again. Um, I don't think so. I think that's 
maybe later. And Pewter is actually not where the next murder news comes from. I think that's from a different animal. No, I yeah, no, you're right. Um, well, or it was from was it from, was it from a dog? Was it from Ozzy? Maybe. Ozzy is Bob Barrowman's dog. That could be, maybe. Oh, I know what happens next. What happens next is um, Harry has like a little, uh, both Fair and Maud leave. And that's uh, unfortunately the last time we see Maud. Hmm. Um, yeah, what is it? Oh, Susan. So then next Susan comes over and Harry and Susan kind of start talking. And I think this is where they really start to like decide that they're going to try to solve this themselves because I think they start talking about things like, well, you know, Rick Shaw, who's the police, the new like sheriff in town, like literally the new sheriff in town is, uh, you know, new. And so mm-hmm. they kind of don't really know how he works yet. And so they're saying things like, well, he doesn't really know all the dynamics. And like, if it's someone, oh my God, Franklin's breaking in. Come on come on in of course he's like standing in the doorway now he has broken through the door and now is like you know what I'm not sure I even want to be in here why don't you guys have doors that latch because we are not in a very nice apartment (laughs) (laughs) and all of our doors are broken somehow (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh yes oh god well they're okay now um oh my goodness this is a distracty day too and mercury is even out of retrograde yeah we can't blame mercury anymore i know we have to just blame ourselves (laughs) god damn it or everyone around us oh yeah definitely okay let's do that that. everyone else but me (laughs) we'll blame the animals yes um so, yeah, okay, so Susan comes over, they kind of start collaborating a little bit, um, her and Harry. Yeah, and, we, um, we did have, I just remembered, we did have a little Pewter cameo, I think. This is where Pewter and Mrs. Murphy had their, like, show-off, oh. or their, like, standoff, or whatever you want to call it, of, like, who can do the cutest trick and get the most attention from the humans. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There were a couple sections in this that I was like, this is adorable, but this means nothing to the plot line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's and one thing like about Yeah, that's one thing I think about this book that is like fun, but also a little bit like this is why some chapters are so long. <laughs> right, and some are so short. Yeah. Yeah. It is like kind of funny to think like don't you think that Quillerin would just be like appalled at that? Quillerin would be like, "Oh, this is too showy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yum Yum does some tricks and he is very impressed with her sometimes. That's true, but he's not impressed by any other animals. In fact, he's like very annoyed by anyone else who's not Coco or Yum Yum. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, very is true. it sad that I kind of miss Coco and Yum Yum and even Quillerin? <laughs> <laughs> and even Quillerin. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to say, I do kind of like I know we complain about the like very simplistic views of like <laughs> women <laughs> yeah. in those books but I have to say like this book is like decidedly more 
liberal I guess like they there are some like internal discussions among the animals about like humans and like inequality and like you know gender norms and things like that but like I kind of don't like them (laughs) (laughs) like I can appreciate but it just like doesn't I feel like sometimes it's a little bit forced you know know yeah and you know what I think it is I think I'm yeah I think it's it's interesting because yeah there are some like kind of longer like little paragraphs of like more political things and I think it's because it's done it's like things that are liberal ideas but I think they're because this book is still written in the 90s it's still set you know it's still written with the mindset and the vocabulary of the 90s because I think our vocabulary has softened a lot since the 90s so I I wonder if it's like just the kind of the time difference that we're getting of like yeah maybe you know hearing things that were you know that we do align with but hearing them in a a tone and vocabulary that we're not used to like hearing them in if that makes any sense yeah I would like to think that I'm not that sensitive but maybe I am (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's fair (laughs) (laughs) well either way there are a lot of there are a lot of parts like that because yeah there's like a whole section about like the roadways which we Mm -hmm. should actually give credit though because the railway system does end up being important but so far the other low ramps have not really been important to the story yeah oh but we do get in a similar time frame as susan coming in we do also get um a big marilyn aka mim storming in and saying i have a bone to pick with you Mm. and basically being like (laughs) mad at harry that Harry has like basically encouraged her daughter to invite her son who she is not on speaking terms with for the stupidest reason and most racist reason of any of these books I think we've read yeah yeah then what else happens I feel like other people come into the post office that morning but um yeah I don't know I feel like it maybe the day like fast forwards a little bit because I think the next thing that happens is the news of the second murder but I that I mean that must have been on a different day it must have yeah, been like the next was, morning yeah I think you're right I think that must have been the next morning and yeah we do find out no we do I think we do find out from pewter because I think pewter runs out from the market from Shiflet's Market, which I did confirm, you guys, it is Shiflet's Market, and it is run by Market Shiflet, which is a just a weird thing. That is a very, very real thing <laughs> <laughs> that I thought I was making up last time. Yeah. Um, who names their child Market? Is that like a name? I've never heard it before. No, I, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I but guess yeah, if you want your kid to start a grocery store i mean it makes it's true sense. puts them on the right foot in that uh industry for sure yeah starting those aspirations early yeah but i think it is pewter that runs out because that was what i like had a little bone to pick with that myself because pewter i think it is pewter that runs out of the market and tells them that Maud has has been killed um, and has been killed in like also another really gruesome, also like old timey villainy way of being tied to the train tracks um, that we've seen a couple different times. Like um, 
there is actually even a scene of Harry walking on the train tracks with Maud. Isn't there? Like they were kind of talking, or maybe they're just at her store. Maybe I don't know. But as gruesome and disgusting as these murders are, they aren't actually killing anyone in those ways like we learned last time kelly was actually poisoned by cyanide Maud was also poisoned by cyanide we find out right later right though she had been dead for like a few hours when whoever killed her put her on the train tracks that's true and we do like we don't find out about the cyanide but we do find out kind of early that they've picked up through clues from rickshaw he hasn't said anything about it but they've kind of the community by the way that rickshaw has communicated the information to the community everyone is kind of like oh okay like she was already dead before she was on the train tracks because i think everyone was initially very horrified that she would have been like extra horrified that she would have been alive and killed by the train but yeah so pewter comes out and tells them all of this information and then right after that they're you know the the animals are talking and they're all kind of like oh harry we wish we could tell you you're not listening to us and then um as they get closer to the post office and the market market shiflet runs out and says oh harry i have to tell you and then we get like the same exact conversation that we just had with the animals with harry and market which i was like we don't really need this a second time we don't need it twice because we yeah the animals right Although Harry does interject something a little bit more interesting because she kind of immediately prods Market to be like, well, like right now, who knows about this? Is this like public information? Did the, did you just find out? Like, where is this? And Market's kind of taken aback and is like, oh, I didn't think about that. Um, I guess only like you, me, all of the people involved in the police department. And then I think he says a few other people. Um, Everyone on the train. Right, everyone on the train. Oh God, yeah, the conductor. Oh, those poor people. Those poor fictional people. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was like, not many people know, and then he like listed a like shit ton of people, and That's it was true. like, okay, well, <laughs> like literally everyone. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's, it's a small town. Like who, who right. maybe who doesn't know? Well, yeah, because I think that's what leads Harry then to be like, oh well great because i was thinking it would have helped maybe if we had kept the information under wraps like it would have maybe produced like more clues Mm -hmm. so we kind of get a little more of harry's sleuthing at that point too of her like trying to figure out ways to figure shit out but also being foiled because yeah because everyone knew already yeah but i think that's the first time we get her saying that she thinks it's someone in the community yeah well i mean up until this point it wasn't a serial killer that's true right yeah so this is a confirmation that it is more than just an accident or more than just uh you know <laughs> can you hear mushu scampering across the floor <laughs> i can't no okay he's being really loud right now sorry <laughs> no you're fine i mean my life was impeding all of this recording all day <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, anyway, this is the the first time that it's it's more than just like potentially a like conflict between two people, you know? Yeah, and we get that like slightly troubling, aka very troubling conversation with the animals where they're like, "Oh, serial killers! Like p- humans aren't like animals. Animals just like weed out the the like 
the sick ones or whatever they called them I yeah like, oh. i know that's one conversation the animal conversation that i was like oh. <laughs> yeah very troubling one. <laughs> no 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 not very good yeah um but yeah it kind of goes on from there that like yeah harry i think starts acting as if she believes that it's someone in the community and um makes a i think she does see susan again i think she immediately calls susan and talks to susan and they make a plan to um basically try to get more information out of four people they've decided that they're gonna like sleuth into um trying to get more more deets more deets from four people that are involved um so harry decides that she's gonna take Mrs. Hodgen Dauber, who is the Bible thumper who comes early for her mail every morning. Um, and then she's also going to take Boom Boom. Or does she? Yeah, she takes Boom Boom. And then Susan is going to look into... Oh, I forget. Do you remember? Was, was it fair? Maybe. Well, either way, we'll probably get more information about that because we, in this section, we don't get any of that information back from Susan yet. So Hmm. we'll probably find that out later. But she does give two people to Susan to look into to, like, kind of try to get more information out of. And then, oh, we do get a little spat between Fair and Harry in which Harry directly asks Fair if he has slept with Boom Boom and Harry immediately is like, oh, no, I told you about that. Like, that was just a drunken, I was just drunkenly hitting on her. That meant nothing, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, no, I meant since then, have you slept with her? Which he claims that he has not. So we get that piece of information, too. What else? Oh, she does go. So Harry starts her little um, sleuthing into Mrs. Hodgendauber and boom boom so she does actually go to both of their houses which is interesting um so she goes to boom boom's house and she kind of is just talking to boom boom i don't think the conversation is really anything too important but what she does come across is uh she convinces boom boom to let her go into uh kelly's uh home office and look through his mail because i think something is tipped or she's kind of remembering i think about the postcard that she because she sees it there yeah i can't remember what reminded her about the postcard but something reminded her and she was like oh actually yeah because then she right exactly because i think she specifically asks to see the postcard or no she sees it again when they look through his stuff yeah, and then she she has to call back and ask about it later because she wanted to confirm where they were both from. Right, right. Like where they yeah. were postmarked from. And the Asheville one was actually sent from Asheville and the Paris one was actually sent from Paris. Right. And then she ha- she does, after that, have a little late night sleuthing session where she um, actually gets copies of both of those postcards and is like, which is I thought was funny because she like calls up the um, sheriff's department first to give them the tip that she's discovered this about the postcards. Um, and then second to ask if she can borrow them, <laughs> which they let her, they just let her borrow them. Yeah. Um, they probably just didn't think it was that important. They were like, this isn't a real clue. You can have them. Right. True. And so she spends all night eating cottage cheese and lettuce, which, which is gross 
gross. <laughs> I mean, it might be delicious. I don't know, but it sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I really shouldn't judge, but it sounds v gross. Uh, and so she spends all night basically like pouring over the postcards. She basically discovers that the alignment of the post markings are a little bit off, which I didn't fully understand because I feel like every time a postmark is stamped on anything I receive, it's like helter skelter wherever it <laughs> just wants to be. So I didn't know exactly what they were pointing to on this, but I'm willing to follow yeah. along and be I like, mean, okay, maybe it's like at the exact same angle like maybe she's looking at it and it's like oh I know this is like a left-handed person and it's like the same one because of the something something I don't know I mean maybe it's like a stamp collector of someone in the town who like used to work (gasps) at offices all over the world and just like stole stamps from them well that actually leads me into okay do you want to do theories corner right now because my theory is okay 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 well it's really it's not much of a theory i basically just am like like blanket accusing rob the postman early on (gasps) because yeah i know he's nice and i from the beginning was like oh he's gonna be a love interest for harry but then when he wasn't i was like oh he's the fucking murderer like i get him out of here (laughs) yeah Because we don't get a lot of information about him like we get information about almost everyone else. He's kind of in and out all the time. He could so easily be putting these postcards into the mail sacks, you know, in between Richmond and Croset. And we could also find out later that he has something to do with this, you know, bypass nonsense that we are about to find out about with um, Maud's secret secret paperwork that we're about to tell you guys about mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's my blanket theory it's probably wrong okay. but yeah i'm excited I mean, to I'll, uh i'll take it do you want to talk about your theories or do you want to wait until they're more relevant to what we're talking about um no i can talk about my theories now okay so my theory is that the murderer yes. is a golfer <gasps> oh yeah so what makes you think that well, so the amphibian smell is <gasps> out of no. What? 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 No, sorry. I was just gasping because I was thinking about the water trap. Is that where you're going? Yeah. 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 So we get a golfing scene in this chapter and someone, I forget, who, who even was golfing? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's Susan and Boom Boom because no, Susan, yeah. which I thought was funny because initially when Harry and Susan are like hatching their plan to be like, we're going to look into these people, just like try to get more information. Mm-hmm. Initially, Harry says, okay, you take this other person and boom, boom. And then really quickly is like, no, I'll take boom, boom. Like I, I have my reasons. I'll tell you later. And I wonder if maybe Susan just forgot and got together with boom, boom anyway. And was like, I'm going to try to, cause she really is like, we start that whole scene Basically, it's just a random scene of Boom Boom and Susan, um, Harry's friend Susan, golfing together. And it starts, like, mid-sequence, too. Like, they're already out on the golf course. They're already, like, they've already had, like, a little spat. And Boom Boom is, like, yelling at Susan. And Susan is like, okay, okay, sorry, I was kind of grilling you, but, like, I'll stop now. And that was kind of the extent of it. But that kind of, I don't know if that was necessarily, like, a special grilling session. It kind of sounded like they were friends and went golfing together 
a lot and maybe boom boom was just kind of like letting out frustrations because right afterwards she was like okay sorry no I just needed to like get it out let's keep going yeah that's true and it already was I think it was a pre-planned date too Mm -hmm. yeah okay sorry forget it forget I said (laughs) continue with your theories yeah so anyway boom boom and Susan were golfing and I think it was Susan hit the ball and it went like into the water trap and so she was like waiting in to like get the ball back but it sounded like a bog like my theory last time which I can't even (laughs) like (laughs) I can't even remember the full theory but I remember it had something to do with bog because how could we forget the bog theory what smells like turtles that's not a turtle (laughs) the the place where turtles live yeah water traps yeah so it sounded like there were some sort of like reptile or amphibians or whatever living in the bog like snakes and and whatnot um so when she got her ball out I was like oh you know what if she shot that ball it would land somewhere and maybe disperse the water smell without having because the the amphibian smelling spots at the murder scenes are just that they're spots they don't have any like entrance or exit line of smell so I was like oh I wonder if this is like golf balls being shot I don't know why that would end up at murder scenes but I was gonna say why would someone be shooting golf balls though at like a cement mixer and also like at a railroad track yeah I don't know but oh I do know maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's a team of people maybe it's like a couple of people and so one of them is off like poisoning people with cyanide and one person is like waiting at the scene to get the body delivered to them and maybe they play golf with themselves oh, while they're, while they're I waiting don't, yeah I don't know anyway okay, that's it was like kind of a cool theory I kind of like that a lot it might not make any sense but I do think that would be one way of spreading spots of amphibian smell I mean that is true that is a way to do that <laughs> <laughs> No? Okay, great. Well, closing uh, Conspiracy Theory Corner and yeah. uh, we'll check back with you guys next time about those. Um, yeah. But yeah, in the meantime, I think we also still need to talk about what's next. Uh, oh, so Harry goes to Boom Booms, but Harry also goes to Mrs. Hodgendobbers mm-hmm. and they mostly just have some weird conversations about what marriage quote-unquote should and shouldn't be and what a good wife is which is again another like moment where harry's kind of rolling her eyes and mrs hodgendobber is like you know you should really rethink your marriage blah 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 i don't think there's anything too important in that but they do get closer after the the break-in shall we say yes the yes <laughs> well i was gonna say i feel like that's like literally the only part of this that i actually fully remember is like the yeah like <laughs> the biggest part in my mind because that is just such a whole ordeal oh there is the other moment where um a number of people go out to the site where maude was murdered the like oh, yeah the railroad tracks yeah and that's when uh, the, the animals get out and smell the spot and are trying to be like, look, humans, amphibians smell. And the right. are like, get out of that blood puddle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally, they're all kind of like losing their lunches because like blood is kind of everywhere on the tracks. And like we even hear at the end of the chapter that there's like a little bit of hair that was left on the tracks that like the police didn't gross. get, which is super gross. And um yeah, so Tucker and um, 
Mrs. Murphy shoot out of the car and like race around and um they yeah are like going into the bushes and then they go all around the um the actual spot on the tracks where Maud was tied up and they yeah um, immediate pretty immediately Harry is like oh you guys like no get out of there and like grabs them both and they're both like yelling like no there's amphibian smell why won't you listen to us but it is an interesting group of people that go because it's um harry and josiah who i don't think we've really talked about josiah he's just kind of this like weird rich dude who flits in and out of everything yeah Um, i don't see these side characters i'm like i don't even like did i need to learn them because i didn't well i mean who knows one i feel like one of them might actually be the murderer and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to really rein it back in. <laughs> it's gonna be the uh, the last cat who book all over again, where it's like, and the murderer is, and we're like, oh, who is that? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, did we meet them? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So the basically there were a number of people there, but one of the interesting people that was there was Bob Berryman, who Bobby, who was there for a second. And then he, like, ran away real fast. Um, yeah. He was the one who was, like, we got that, like, weird interaction with him and Maude in the last section yeah. that, like, literally no one witnessed except for, like, maybe Pewter. Well, yeah, and Pewter didn't even fucking bring it up again. Yeah, be- well, I mean, probably because it wasn't suspicious to a cat. Like, cats don't care. <laughs> yeah, but cats want to gossip. Yeah, but it wasn't like anyone died. It was just like they... Oh, I think Pierre did actually bring it up. He was like, oh, and Maude was leaving Bob's place pretty late or the other way around. Yeah, the other way around. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bob was leaving Maude's shop? Yeah, yeah. It was like the... Yeah, it was the night of... Not the funeral, but like when everyone was going over to visit Boom Boom for the first time after Kelly died, right? right yeah 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 so yeah anyway so he he had a little like thing with mod going on which we don't know the nature of because pewter didn't investigate true yeah and so i thought it was a little suspicious that he like ran away from the crime scene so quickly and was there in the first place it is a little weird It could have been that they were, you know, having some kind of affair and he was too emotional and had to run away or... Or maybe they were business partners and he just has a weak stomach. Right. Yeah, exactly. Or that he's actually the murderer and was there to, like, collect something that was... that he had forgotten, like the amphibian Mm -hmm. smell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, His golf ball. Yeah, his golf ball. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so then I think is the next biggest thing the break-in can we go to that because that's like weighing on my brain so heavily yeah yeah for sure (laughs) okay (laughs) i think that's the the next and like last important thing that happened okay cool yeah so the funniest thing that happened so far in this section is that so after maude dies tucker and mrs murphy kind of like make a plan because now at this point they seem like very concerned for harry because harry is like kind of more fully investigating herself and so mrs murphy especially keeps kind of ruminating to herself like oh like i just wish harry wasn't so involved in this and like she doesn't she's not really realizing how much danger she's putting herself in like she could be next Mm -hmm. so i think her and tucker are very 
it is nice it's very sweet like i think Mm -hmm. most of what tucker and mrs murphy are doing at this point is just to protect harry their person Um, yeah because i mean they've openly admitted at least mrs murphy have has that she doesn't give a shit about any other person she just cares about harry Mm -hmm. oh and that whole section was so cute when she was like um you know saying how you know humans were so you know slow and like whatever and she was like but she was so yeah except for harry she was like of all the people harry could crack this case which is what concerned her you know like things like that Mm -hmm. which was so cute so yeah i think out of protection for harry uh mrs murphy and tucker decide to do a little bit more investigating themselves so they actually sneak out at night and go to Maud's shop to try to collect more clues and see if they can you know maybe smell some more amphibian smells or you know see what's going on at the shop and what they stumble upon is someone at the shop <gasps> surprise dun, dun, dun. yeah so they can't initially see who it is so mrs murphy like climbs up on a windowsill and is like peering in trying to figure out who it is and she can't quite see so they go around to the door and as the doors like they yeah how does it exactly go down does he start coming out and then they just jump on him i think yeah i think that's exactly how i think mrs murphy (laughs) was like whoever it is is coming like let's go and they just like you know double double teamed him (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was like coordinated so well because as you remember tucker is a corgi so you know low center of gravity low dog (laughs) yeah can't do much (laughs) can't do much but can trip someone (laughs) right can be very chaotic around your feed (laughs) yeah so that's what happened is like the door swung open and they were both like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah so tucker like dived at it was bob if you yep, hadn't already said that good old bob again good old bob again so tucker dove down towards his feet and bob tripped all over her and then mrs murphy just like sprung into action and like clawed the shit out of him yeah. and then tucker i think took a took a little chomp at the leg yeah yeah totally yeah did. so yeah they they really they did a small animals did a number on this big man (laughs) yes oh yes but it was so Um, funny because it didn't even look like bob had time to fight back he just like was so bewildered and like kind of like quickly shuffle limped away yeah he literally like ran right like limped away kind of like trying to get away as fast as he could um because then he left the door open which then they were like ha 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 we can get in now (laughs) So uh, Mrs. Murphy and Tucker like immediately go inside and like kind of try to check around, sniff, sniff out what they can. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, here's where they really talk a lot more about like, I mean, they always talk about how their senses are so much better than humans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We get it, guys. We get it. <laughs> we can't uh, do anything. Yeah, don't rub it in. But uh, yeah, it was interesting because at one point, I think it was Mrs. Murphy was like sniffing or maybe it was tucker because they have a little spat about like how mrs murphy's eyes were better but tucker's nose was better and then she calls him golden nose which i thought was really funny so i think yeah maybe it's tucker that sniffs and is like oh like i can smell that his hand went over these like specific places on the desk and then mrs murphy goes under the desk and is like holy shit there's a secret drawer here 
And so that's when they find that. And then what happens next? They like are like messing with it and somehow the door closes. Yeah, I don't think it was. I mean, I think it was just like the wind or something, but like the door closes behind them. So they get stuck in there all night. Right, right. And so they like spend the night investigating because they're like, well, if we're already stuck, we might as well like do some stuff. But I think that's all they find is the Mm -hmm. secret, secret door. So then, yeah, they like spend the night there, which they're like, oh, we're so sad because Harry's going to be so upset in the morning when we're not there. And then, yeah, the next morning, good old, good old Pewter comes to the (laughs) (laughs) semi-rescue. The slow and begrudging rescue. Yeah. I think we just started with Pewter and Pewter is like getting fed some like fine salami in the market or like something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, is like really torn between this wonderful food that Market is giving giving her, and the fact that they that she's like hearing Tucker bark outside in kind of a way that she's like, oh, something's up. Something's Great, wrong. Yeah, but she like doesn't go to investigate because she's like, mm, it's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like such a bitchy cat move of like. Meh you can wait a minute while I'm gonna eat this it's fine yeah um but then she does eventually go over there because then I think the curiosity weighs out and she's like oh I have to know what's going on Mm -hmm. so she trots herself over and they have a little snarky conversation where um the Mrs. Murphy and Tucker tell her that they're trapped inside and then Pewter being like well what do you want me to do about it I'm not a person (laughs) oh and one of my oh sorry go ahead Oh, she's like, yeah, like, there are no people out here walking, so. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, that they're was all my in favorite cars. part. Yes, she was like, they're all in cars, there are no walkers, we need a walker. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> oh god, but yeah, so eventually Pewter does, they hatch the plan that Pewter is going to go try to get Mrs. Hodgendauber as she's walking up to the post office to come to the store to come let them out which mm-hmm. she does and then she brings the animals back over. well the animals bring themselves back mm-hmm. over to the post office and then there's like a tearful reunion because harry was really sad that they were gone yeah i mean i would probably be worried too like it seems like a very like rural little safe town but like i was worried when my cats got out for the first time i was like oh yeah they're never gonna come back how do they how are they gonna find their home again right exactly you don't immediately think that they're sleuthing out a murder yeah (gasps) maybe my cats were sleuthing out murders oh my god maybe they were yeah Dun, dun, dun. Well, I'll never know. Albanian murders <laughs> in 2015. <laughs> um, it was 2016, 2017, actually. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. So yeah. sorry. Also, Kukas was a tiny little town, so I would have known if there was a murder, but maybe not because I didn't speak Albanian that well. I mean, also maybe it was covered up very well. Just ask your cats about it. Ask your cats; they'll tell you. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't have either of them with me right now. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, it's just Mushu. Oh, right. That's right. And he sure as fuck doesn't know what's going on in Albania. No, it's true. He doesn't. He's never been there. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so there's a tearful reunion. And then Harry takes this moment to be like, well, we have to go back over to the store now. Like, why were they in the store, in Maud's store? So, like, we're going there. And Mrs. Hodgendauber very quickly becomes an accomplice, even though she is, like, 
very Christian and probably feels like she shouldn't, but she's like, oh, yeah, we're going. We're going snooping. <laughs> Gossip? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they go over and they, Mrs. Murphy and Tucker, like, immediately lead them to the to the false drawer, to the uh, hidden drawer, mm-hmm. and they find some secret paperwork there. Surprise. Surprise paperwork. Yeah. Which is like... I actually kind of breezed through this. I was like, oh, cool. Surprise paperwork. I don't recognize that name, but it's the name of the town and it's a railroad. I don't get it. And I just kind of like kept moving. Yeah. It's actually what she... So Maude was actually talking about this a little earlier in the book. It was like the history of Cross It. Cross It. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like the guy Cross It. I forget his first name. It's probably William. Or it starts with a C. Oh, Christopher? Maybe. Chriswell? Chriswell. Well, I mean, we're going to use that now. <laughs> Chriswell Crossit? So, Chriswell Crossit. <laughs> um, basically, the letters that are in, they're letters um, that are in the hidden drawer, and they're letters from Chriswell Crossit. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the right name <laughs> no but it's great um and they're actually to the railroad company that he had like helped form and they're two they talked about it a little bit earlier but it wasn't like a ton of detail about these um two railroad tunnels that were dug out of i guess the blue ridge mountains um back in like the 1800s and like all of the like crazy hard times that surrounded it like all of the just like you know business and people that were working on it and cave-ins and like all the different things that happened surrounding those tunnels and um, apparently now those that railroad doesn't stop and cross it anymore but there is a rumor that if you're if you can like prove somehow or like just claim that you're related to sir cross it then the railroad or the the engineer will let you off like the driver will let you off there and in the conversation earlier they were like "Mm, i don't know if that's true and someone was like well yeah mim did it two years ago and it worked and they were like well yeah but mim's rich she probably just paid them off but so yeah so the um that same night the the cottage cheese night harry stays up super late to um go through all of those papers and she's like reading everything and going through everything and um you know kind of wants to see if anything ties in and basically just is like I think just kind of you know overwhelmed with information but doesn't really find anything that connects quite yet but they do also find a second set of books for oh yeah for Maud's store which was interesting Um, like very spendy books yeah they were cooked books yeah it was like, who's paying $80,000 for packing peanuts? Oh, right. Yeah. Type and of like books. Making like huge profits on just packing peanuts. And it's like, no, that is probably not right. So yeah. um, Harry and Mrs. Hodgendauber have a little bit of a, a little stealth thing that they do where they actually take the all of the paperwork back to the post office. And Harry actually even goes as far as to like, you like get new pay like buy new paper and like change the meter on their copier in the printer so that mrs hodgendauber can go make a ton of copies 
and then she'll just read uh harry will just reset the meter so it doesn't look like they made a ton of copies and she like resets all of the supplies um and so then they keep the copies and uh harry takes the letters to read over to see if there's anything like of import there um but then as that's happening the new sheriff in town rick comes into the post office and starts grilling on like literally where she was the night of both murders and being like you're obviously a suspect like where were you you can't corroborate anything and she's like i literally live alone with my pets like why do you think i could corroborate something after work on like i could never like there's just no way i could unless i was like out to dinner with someone mm-hmm. and uh so they have a little back and forth which i thought was funny because then i think susan comes in and susan's like stop grilling her and he's like oh you're right sorry my job is to be hard on people but like you know that's just my job and then they're like oh okay yeah you're right that's your job they're like yeah well he did have a good reason for grilling her because he had heard that her animals were stuck in Maud's place overnight and he was like well how'd they get in there if they didn't go with you Which, right fair true very true yeah <laughs> that is I mean very yeah. fair <laughs> and then you get the the whole like during the 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 grilling session both Tucker and Mrs. Murphy were like we were there because Bob was there Bob let us in duh and then they both like at separate times both Harry and Bob were like oh if only you could tell us why you were there and Mrs. Murphy both right. times, like I told you <laughs> yeah I just told you listen I to me told you yeah yeah also sorry that's shadow playing with the stupid squeaky mouse oh that's fine if you can hear that i can oh shadow <laughs> you monster oh my god that's so loud shadow very squeaky <laughs> oh god shadow here come play with this come here come play with this instead my monster oh look at you go get it bah ha 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 I tricked them for a very short amount of time. Okay. Um, yeah, right. Because she, Mrs. Murphy keeps like basically interjecting all the time and being like, "I just told you. I just told you. Why aren't you listening?" And then I think is that it? Are we missing any other little little pieces here and there? No, that's kind of it. Oh um, shit! Sorry. The there last... is... Oh no, you go. Oh, I was just gonna say the the last chapter is. Um, we do get introduced to a new cat character. Oh, really? Wait, why don't I remember that? The Tom. Oh, cat? yes. No, I do. You're right. Yeah, Patty. Um, Patty. So that's where it, it leaves off. I know we <laughs> we see Mrs. Murphy talking to this cat, and I'm like, do we know this character yet? It like takes yeah. a while for them to like explain who he is, but apparently he's just like the 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 neighborhood fuckboy of cats would you say (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah so he's like a stray like tomcat that just kind of like wanders around and he shows up and is like oh mrs murphy come out and play with me and she's like no i'm worried about my person but if you hear anything let me know yeah she's so dignified it's great yeah so that's the last chapter that we left off on did you have something else to add that we missed yeah we did miss one other part that i just remembered that is um ned susan's husband we get one small chapter that i feel like is 
possibly a big clue um that we yeah we got a chapter a small chapter from ned's perspective where ned like wakes up and basically is being like the perfect partner and like get like leaves his wife sleeping and like takes care of the kids and is like doing the bills early in the morning and like all of these like really responsible things and is basically being like I love doing these responsible things and it's like all right great no one else does (laughs) so good for you um but then he's going over his like basically his bank statement and he gets to a point where he looks and he sees oh my god five hundred dollars were withdrawn was withdrawn this week He's like, I, we talk about everything that's withdrawn over $200, so I know that it wasn't either of us. Um, and so he kind of puts it away thinking like, okay, I'll talk about that. But I can't even, it was like a Sunday or something. So I can't even like talk to the bank about that. I'll do that tomorrow. So then it skips to him going to the bank and the bank says, well, no, it was your actual card that was used to withdraw this money so is your card missing and he was like no we still have the card so the last thing we get about that is that um he is going to get some video footage from the bank because apparently quote unquote those transactions which i was like what transactions (laughs) withdrawals any transaction um are filmed so he's gonna get um a look into that to see who that actually was that withdrew that money and then in that same little snippet, we also get, apparently he's a lawyer, which I also didn't understand why he, like, wasn't making much money, too. Because he was talking about how, like, that $500 would, was, like, a lot in their account to be missing. But then he gets a call from Josiah, and Josiah is like, hey, I want, I know your Maud's lawyer, or was Maud's lawyer. And he was like, yeah. Um, and so he says, Josiah says, well, I want to, since I don't think she has any next of kin, she doesn't have any siblings, and apparently her parents are supposedly dead, that Josiah wants to claim her body and give her, a, like, a proper funeral. And um, and then kind of slyly tacks on at the end, like, and I also want to buy her store, which... I thought was interesting and even Ned was like you know after he hangs up he's like oh like that's nice you want to like because Josiah says like well I want to I want to run the store in her memory like she was so worked so hard on the store I think she'd want want it to continue and like make a profit and then makes a joke of like she would kill me if we didn't make a profit on it and then Ned hangs up and is like well that obviously profits you (laughs) it is kind of weird that this book like jumps perspective so often it's a little confusing yeah it does do it a lot and I wish it did it in like a more formatted way maybe that it was like because I've read some books where it was like you know the end of the chapter it switches perspectives and like that's some some kind of like a reveal or you know something like that Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I wish it was done in a more like predictable way if that makes any sense yeah because it's not always that it switches perspectives to even like a character that we know well (laughs) yeah like Ned we don't know very well like had we even met him before and all of a sudden it was like oh we're waking up next to Susan who are we right now (laughs) right right. yeah no exactly um it is interesting yeah I wonder if that maybe it's just the like formatting of it is a little bit a little bit throwing us off Mm mm-hmm it also might make more sense in like an actual book. Like maybe it's a little bit more disjointed because I'm reading it on a Kindle app on my smartphone. 
<laughs> oh, well, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, I ha- actually, I have the actual book and like, I am kind of feeling the same way that it, because mm. like I said, yeah, if it was like, even if the, t- the chapters had like some kind of title or if there was some kind of signifier, I think if there was one yeah. other thing that like helped connect it for us, mm-hmm. I think that might might be one of the things that's a little missing just in that like in that way but yeah I think now I think that's it right am I miss are we missing anything uh I don't think so I think that's okay. kind of that's kind of it that's what's happened so far that's the haps that's the haps we're halfway through and we still have no idea who the murderer is well, if you subscribe to either of our theories, it's either a golfer or Rob the Mailman. Yeah, that's true. So we definitely know Boom Boom and Susan are golfers. <laughs> that's true. We do. We do. We know Bob's suspicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Chriswell Coffin. <laughs> yes. Croswell Kristen. I love that you're having trouble with the smaller of the words. <laughs> you don't remember the name of the town? Croswell. No. <laughs> Christy? No. Croppet? Although, you know what I would like to point out is that Christy is what you thought that Kelly's name was at the very <laughs> beginning of the book. So I love that that stuck with you. <laughs> Cross so, it. <laughs> Christy Christy from <laughs> Crosswell Cross It. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> and not like a Muppet. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Just I'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys should also stay tuned to see. Uh, uh, whose name Julia will forget next time. <laughs> <laughs> or remember, it's always a surprise. <laughs> Sometimes I have a surprisingly good memory for one specific name. <laughs> well, yeah. No, you have an excellent memory. You just have a bad name memory for for yeah, names. which is they don't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really tripping me out that you're you don't remember names and I do because I feel like the whole dynamic of our entire like <laughs> relationship is you remembering shit that happened when we were like you know three and six and I'm like I should remember this and you remember it and I just have no idea and you're like telling me about my own life <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. but my the tables have turned out <laughs> they? <laughs> oh my well thanks for yep thanks for coming with us on this journey guys uh it devolved quite a bit but we hope you enjoyed it Uh, it's gonna be our our next uh our our next t-shirt idea just oh my god chriswell cross it with a question mark chriswell cross it question mark or clue von suspect (laughs) clue von suspect oh man yeah, I would wear a t-shirt that said Clue Von Suspect with a magnifying glass around it. <laughs> I would do it. Um, well, yeah, thanks again, guys. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. And we will be back next time with uh, the second... No, the third? third. The third installment. 
of our four-part series on yes. Wish You Were Here. The uh, starting on chapter 23, 22. Yes. Starting on chapter 22. Uh, and yes. uh, I will hopefully update the Goodreads and let you guys know what chapter we're reading up to. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if you want to find us on social media, we are Paranormal Captivity Pod on Instagram and Paranormal Pod on Twitter. We're on Patreon and we love all of you guys there. We do little monthly um, Kitty World news updates on all of Julia's latest cat alien theories and, um, <laughs> you know, talk about the chat from you. Oh, yeah, guys, she's got a few. If you want to hear them, go on over to our Patreon because this last one was a doozy. I'm still processing it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can find us on Patreon there. Just just search Paranormal Captivity. Um, and yeah, thank you again to all of you guys who are already there and already <laughs> already listening through all of our crazy theories. <laughs> we still so appreciate you on multiple levels. Um, we actually have a Facebook fan page now if you guys want to go join that. We're so, so happy that that is there and that our patron Alyssa is running that. So we're super excited about that. Um what else oh goodreads i mentioned that we do have a book club on goodreads and um yeah i think that's it thanks so much guys um yeah pet your kitties for us we'll see you guys next time bye bye